<laughs> yeah! How bizarre. <laughs> Elephants and monkeys. Yes! How bizarre, Frank. How bizarre. Uh, man, I love that. Jam. OMC. From yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, this is a, another classic from my running playlist. I love jamming out to this one. Great, dude. Dude, you gotta watch the video. It's so 90s. Yeah, it's, oh, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> oh, the chicks were so hot back then. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Well, now they're all, um, they got those dicks that they're tucking. Uh, those you know, are- that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem with all the chicks, man. They got them dicks. You know what, you know what I saw today? And this was on the south side, so you know that if the black people are doing it, it oh, it's coming yeah. down the it's pipe. It's styling, like, yeah. Those guys. Dude, those you have a good kind of preview of what, you know, all the Justin Timberlakes out there are going to be wearing. Dude, I'm not even joking, bro. I will see this black guy walking down the street, and I'll be like, man, that guy looks like a f***. And then three months later, everybody, every white guy is wearing the same outfit. Yes, man. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> it is true. They start the fashion trends. Well, I don't know. Uh, Maybe not Kanye, though. I saw a picture of Kanye with his new wife, and they're crossing the street, and he had, like, half, his lower half of the outfit was, like, a new-aged samurai uh, knee pad kind of pants, and then uh, he had some sort of, like, weird onesie top on. It was very, very space-age looking. How crazy if Kanye would have just waited. Come out now with the anti-Semitic rant. They would have doubled your contract at Reebok. Wow. Right? You just mistimed that one, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta really know when to attack a group, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) What were the kids wearing now in, in the South Side? Fuzzy boots, dude. Whoa, I you didn't know, see like, this one. You're talking about like the, with the like animal furs? Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm going like, to get me some and blow some mines. Dude, I love this. Like, yes. Thank you for you, this. This is huge. You should like walk in on Monday with them, and then when everybody laughs, just be like, all right, remember this day. Oh, <laughs> It'll be great, too, because Monday will be 70 degrees. I'm going I'm to just stomp right in there with some fuzzy boots. One was wearing uh, orange, orange, yeah, orange fuzzy boots. I couldn't believe for the, it. For Dot Bears, I believe he was representing. Uh, I can only imagine. So fuzzy boots. We're talking leather style, right? Like the brownish color, but you get that wolf's, like the wolf uh, hair, whatever it is. I, no, I, you know. no, no, like the bright neon, no leather. Like the bright neon, like the fuzzy, uh, you know, like the uh, they wore in the seventies, like you'd see in Austin Powers. Yeah, now I uh, I'm fully picturing it, and I'm shocked and appalled, and now I'm more all in on purchasing <laughs> some of these fuzzy boots. And there was another chick, I swear to God, wearing bell bottoms, dude. They're like going back to seventies. It's crazy style. because I, I, my first pictured here because I'm in Colorado. One of the fashion trends of the mountain folk who are. Part of the elite class, if you will, they pay the exuberant amount of funds for the faux rancher cowboy outfits, like you know Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> you keep saying this. I I have to see it to believe it. <clears throat> well, I visit Aspen every year, and in the winter time, they <laughs> <Aspen>. are <laughs> they are walking around, man. They all there's a lot of people up there who who dress that way. It's very comical it's a thing 
And I kind of thought that that's where you were headed with it because I'm Colorado centric and I, I was picturing kind of the, you know, the <clears throat> the country music is huge now with the kids. Uh, and yeah, so yeah. I was thinking, oh, I, I can see now they're going full cowboy rancher, man. Wow. Uh, but yeah, no, that's... we're going disco uh, surfer or I'm sorry, disco snowboarder, skier, I guess. They didn't really snowboard back in the Kinda, 70s. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just looked it up, though. You're. you're uh... Oh, it's on Amazon. That's where they're getting these. Oh, but you're wow. right. They got the ones you're talking about, too. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was leaning more like towards backcountry uh, cowboy, right? But you get yeah. the uh, animal fuzz. Maybe more for styling going out at night. But when you're no, these, Heyman... These with, look when like you're... a pink Yeti feet. What they look yeah, like. okay. So <laughs> when you're when you're uh, hanging with the homies shooting some hoops down south, you're gonna throw on the uh, pink fuzzies. Uh, and I just found out why. Yeah, they're on Amazon for like twenty bucks. That's, that, that's what's a, it, it. I think uh, who is it? Kawhi Leonard plays for the Los Angeles Clippers. He signed his shoe contract, I believe, with New Balance. Wow. And it's very smart when you sign with these cheaper shoe companies, more kids out there can get your shoes. You're going to have more shoes out there. Yeah, more people will know your name. They get yes. better name recognition. More recognition. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And you get a little bit of a reputation for maybe, you know, being a nice guy, actually. Right? Someone who's for the community or for the kids. Right? Because it's a sport. <clears throat> it's supposed to be for the kids. Frick, we support rapists. This is true. I know. We don't, we don't care if you're a nice guy. It's <laughs> very true. <laughs> all that all that matters is you sold cheap shoes. Who'd you vote for? Yeah, true. Exactly. And then <clears throat> if you voted for the other guy, we're taking your shoes off the market. Get them out of here. <laughs> Except for like three months later when you have the stockpile of Yeezys and you're like, well, we got to sell them somehow. All right. All right. Hmm. We'll discount them. <laughs> we'll donate most of it to charity. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good call, man. Well, uh, all right. So the kids are rocking the fuzzies. <clears throat> I, I'm hip to the scene. I'll check them out. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm always, uh, you know, trying to get cool with the kids. Uh, and... good... <laughs> Sounds a little pedophile, but it's all right. Yeah. Well, you know, I just want them to know that I, I'm, I'm in with the, the dialogue and <laughs> doing, you know, what all the hip people are doing. Uh it's like weird when you have a thirty-year-old that like wants to be cool. Yeah, I know. Right? I, I've I've never understood that. It, it takes me back to the old guy on the BMX bike, slowly rolling down the street. You're thinking, what's this guy up to? What is he doing? Is he gonna rob me? What's going on with this guy? I just don't trust you. If you're my age and you're on a BMX bike, just rolling down the street. I'm sorry, it's just how it is. Uh, yeah. Well, it's well, dude, uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you got uh, for me? I can't wait. Uh, speaking of you know Chicago, I got a little bit of a local doozy. For yes. You, uh, you want to see how uh, they we treat cop killers in Chicago? I was excited and waiting desperately for you to bring this up. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we all know the plight of the streets of Chicago currently. Uh, it's defunded, and there are no cops. And uh, the cops that are there. Uh, doing what they can if they find themselves in the wrong situation typically they find themselves going to jail uh where's my tow tows at uh so yeah i uh, can't wait to hear what's to hear going this. on with this uh, cop. 
I'm glad you brought up Tata. You got to hear this clip. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good afternoon. That hearing just wrapped up, and the judge did accept a guilty plea from 25-year-old Eric Morgan, which would mean in the deal that he made with prosecutors that he could be free in just seven years. Ella French's mother was in the courtroom today for the hearing and also talked to the judge. French's mother told the judge before the hearing was over she doesn't think seven years are enough, and though her faith tells her to forgive, she can't do that yet. She also told the judge about Ella's kindness and empathy for people who she came across as her work as a police officer. She then went through the agonizing hours after learning she had been shot and her pain since her death. Officer French was killed back in the summer of 2021 during a traffic stop. Prosecutors say Eric Morgan and his brother Monte and another woman were pulled over in a car that Eric was driving. Officer French and her partner Carlos Yancey who was also in the courtroom today, struggled with Amante, who prosecutors say shot both officers. French died from her injuries, and Yanez was critically injured. Another officer at the scene returned fire, hitting Amante. Both ran from the scene, but were arrested shortly thereafter. The brothers have been in jail since their arrest. Amante has been charged and is awaiting trial on a number of felonies, including murder and attempted murder. Eric pled guilty to several felonies today and agreed to a set of facts under oath that implicates his brother as the shooter. At French's funeral, she was remembered as a rising star in the department who showed empathy and compassion while also enforcing the law. Eric Morgan also addressed the court today, telling the judge that he wishes he could take that night back, but he knows that he can't. He also said that he still believes his brother is innocent. We're live at Cook County Criminal Courthouse. I'm Eric Ron. W. They're, they're saying that with time served, and then if he has good behavior, he's going to be home in 18. All right. Yeah, good for him. You know, he's a troubled young you know, guy, and yeah, he just found himself in the wrong <clears throat> place at the wrong time, man. So he's going to. You got to see this guy. He's got, he's got fa- <laughs> uh, face tattoos. Oh, of he- course, man. You know what I mean? Him and his brother get pulled over by the cops, and they sh- they killed the cop. They shot the other one. Yeah. This guy pleads for seven years. Frank, you know what this means right now? This means you have a guy who killed a cop and another guy who burned down a liquor store with the owner inside. Right? Two murderers. Combined sentence, 17 years. Not even reaching Tario, who wasn't even there. Wow, man. It's not even Enrico Tario level. Incredible. We got two murderers. Yeah. Two, two de- defi- definite murderers. Not even, not even reaching one oh, yeah. guy who wasn't even there. No, this is, uh, I, you read my mind. You're psycho, man. I'm, I'm telling you right now, all I could think about whenever we cover any kind of sentencing now is how's Enrique Tario doing with his 22 years in prison for not even being at Jan 6th? Ah. Uh. I mean, then you brought up Tao Tao before this. Tao Tao got four years. Four years. This guy got seven? Well, we're for murdering a cop? Nobody wants to be a cop in the major cities in America. And if you need a reason why, well, one person was murdered in Chicago, and the dude got seven years in jail, and Tao Tao held some people back, and he got four years in jail. <laughs> four years, dude. Let's do some math here, people, and there's a reason why uh, folks out there see no real reason to sacrifice their lives, even for their communities. Right now, you have made it clear, being a cop is more punishment than being a criminal. It's better to be a criminal. 
or it's better. You're better off now starting your own community watch and just being your own cops at this point. Yeah. We just need cop. Uh, well, I've been saying about Chicago for years now. Uh, you guys need a Batman. You've we needed need a Batman, Batman for several years. I mean, uh, you had your own villain there, uh, the Penguin. What was her name? Uh, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> she literally raised the bridges to keep all the villains in there to like wreak havoc. <laughs> now we got this new guy, Brandon. He looks like that dude from uh, Crash Bandicoot, the evil guy. Uh, he's secretly the scarecrow. Like at night, he puts on the mask and uh, sprays the chemical <laughs> on people. These guys are villains. Uh, yeah, well, insane, congratulations to Chicago. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, it just it's what we've been seeing everywhere. Uh, here in Colorado, we have our own, you know, Trayvon Martin type situation going on, and they keep trying to flood the news with the trial. And you know, the more you villainize the cops, the uh, the less cops we're gonna have, and the more crime we're gonna have. And this is coming from a guy who was late today uh, because I was cruising home on my normal pathway. I take a side road. It hugs I-25. You know what I'm saying? It's a parking lot on the highway, but I can go right along it. Me and everybody else, but we're cruising. We're the ones who cruise. And it's my usual zone, and I'm flying. I'm hitting all the greens, man. And I'm going up this slight hill, and it crests just over these little train tracks. And right over the tracks, I see these four white helmets hanging out on the side. Oh, no. And me and two other guys (laughs) see behind our mirrors the white helmet instantly, right? (laughs) I pull right over to the side. And while he's walking to my window, I hear the fourth guy get his guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. dude, just boom, boom, boom. It was incredible. It was really pretty, honestly impressive. But uh, I knew what happened. I knew how fast I was going. And I uh, pulled out my ID and just held it out the window. Oh, I thought you were going to say you pulled out your nine and started shooting at them. Thank Isn't you. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yes, thank you. That's why I, I can't believe we're, we're discussing these cops and the situation. So I pulled out my ID, and I held it out the window, and he walked up, and he grabbed it. I knew exactly what was going on. So did he. And he's like, all right, I got you doing this. I'll be right back. And, you know, he's standing next to his thing, prints it out in 90 seconds, bro. They've been doing this wow, all day. They were doing yeah. it all day, just oh, ringing it's a up. Cash ra- it's a yes, fucking ATM, dude. Just, dude, dude yeah. cash and checks, baby. And he walks right up and points to the thing and starts explaining how I can go to court. And I said, uh, I, I kind of cut him off, actually. And I was basically like, can I pay online? And he stops in mid-sentence, and he goes, yeah, you can pay online. And he hands it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. I said, you too. <laughs> And what I was realizing as I drove away, you know, I mean, I, I was shockingly not so pissed off about the scenario. I, I fell in the trap. I know what happened here. We, you know, one of many. You're in the wrong. I was in the wrong, and I'm cruising away. And I thought about how younger me, ten years ago, would have been like, oh, you know, I'm gonna fight this man. You know, I'm gonna, sh- no. I'm gonna show up to that court day and challenge the cop to I show know, up because himself. Because you had man. more time than money. And now you have more yes, money than time. dude, that's all it. <laughs> Is man, 
I literally drove away with a smile on my face thinking like, I just got no time, baby, but I got the money to pay it and I'll never think about it. That's the best part. Yeah, no, back in the day, I had I, I had all month to dwell on it, come up with a plan, and then show up to the core date. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> I had, I was able to fume about this situation for like 45 seconds. Then I had all this other shit to think about and, you know, cruise home. And uh, now it's like, what, 100 bucks, 120 bucks? I'll work a couple hours over. It's literally, that's it. I did. It's I fine. was like, I'm, I'm going to actually put it on the credit card so I really don't think about it. You know, like, it'll, <laughs> well, at least I'll get points. Drift that's when you know you're a white that's guy. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting them points. Cash back, baby. <laughs> actually you know what officer you did me a favor thank you <laughs> no officer thank you <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good credit card commercial for mastercard or something right yeah. <laughs> dude just smiling I'm sure everywhere they, i'm sure they've done it <laughs> but that's because uh like i was saying i was talking about the other episode about how like you know with them not enforcing traffic laws really like it, real citizens don't need to be policed they just need to be checked Yes, you know, I thought about that too. I was definitely flying, and I because you're doing it every day. Every day. You, know, you probably got faster and faster oh, every day. Yeah, you push you the know, limit, the, man. Yeah. That's right. Now they checked all of you guys. So now tomorrow <laughs> it's going to be a little slower on that road. A little bit safer. They, a little safer. I totally, safer. literally, yeah. I thought that cruising away. That's why I wasn't too mad. I, I felt like you know, Frank, you were you're going a little heavy on the foot there, <laughs> taking advantage of the situation. Now you, you know, know when your head is hitting the ceiling because you're. You know, cut, <laughs> cutting the lip on that railroad track at 50 miles an hour, you should probably slow it down a little bit. <laughs> Dude, they do this thing in Chicago where they put these speed bumps that you can't see. There's oh, like, because the way the trees do shades oh, over that's the, you know, it shades the Demonic, street. dude. That shouldn't be allowed. Uh, it is so funny, dude, to see people. <laughs> like, you'll be working and. You just you you hear them flying by, and you just see that van go over, that truck go over, tools go flying. I feel I always feel bad for the landscapers. Well, because all their shit's going flying everywhere. It's breaking. I've been there. You get to the house <laughs> now, right. everything's broken. Yeah, the blower, rake is the in blower half. Tri- <laughs> the trigger's broken off the blower. Right, <laughs> the head fell off of the weed whacker. God only knows where. You know. Yeah, man, and and situations like that could cause a lot of stress. And when you have a lot of stress, you could end up developing mental health issues. And, I, and we're really focused on mental health these days. And uh, that's why it's important that we have people like Megan and Harry to talk to us about mental health. And finally, yesterday, I had the privilege of uh, taking part in the second annual World Mental Health Day Festival here in New York at Hudson Yards. World Mental Health Day What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> World Mental Health Day Festival? <laughs> was Lenny Kravitz there? What was going on, man? What? How many people were at this festival? I gotta know what bands were booked for this thing. Get out of here, man. Yeah, dude, it was a festival. World Festival. The main event was... Featuring Carson Daly. Yeah. No. Special conversation that I shared with the Duke and Duchess, uh, Harry and Meghan, about how to build a safer space for online for our kids and teenagers. The event was hosted by the Couples Archwell Foundation, um, along with the nonprofit Healthy Project Healthy Minds, where I do serve on the board oh, of directors, oh, and oh, here's oh. what they have to say. You guys were laundering money. To get out of this. <laughs> They're literally laundering money. I did. That's <laughs> this is a scam. 
it's a scam. You start a charity, you hold this event, you pro you, know, you pocket the profit. I get it. I got the props to you. It's a scam when you need like a semicolon and a comma and a couple ands and a butts and the entire <laughs> title of your organization in the event. Yeah, this is a fucking scam, dude. It's like that thing Lizzo did for fat people who are abused by other fat people. <laughs> what was that thing? Oh, Lizzo tour? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's a win-win for her because she's been abused and she's the abuser. <laughs> We need to get out of this idea that, you know, the young kids, there's something wrong with them. It's, no, it's, it's the world that we're allowing to be created around them. This. That sounds like something a spare would say. I know, such a spare attitude. What a dude. spare. God, how do you ever Social plan to become king? <laughs> he has Sometimes I think you don't even have it in you to strangle your brother. <laughs> Disgusting. Be created around them. This. <laughs> Social media as it pertains to the youth, you know, your youth, your two kids mental. Where is that now on a priority list? Being a, a mom is the most important thing in my entire life. And um, outside, of course, being a wife to this one. Um, but it's I just the black chick. Yeah, and she's not kidding. I've been watching Suits with Emma and uh, she definitely didn't prioritize acting or learning how to <laughs> act in her life. It definitely was never a priority of hers. <laughs> it's not something she really focused on. You could tell. So that's good. She's fo she's more focused on the family. That's good. That's good. We'll yeah. say I feel fortunate that our children are at an age again quite young, so this isn't in our immediate future. But I also feel frightened by how it's continuing to change, and this will be in front of us, I, mean, who, I think. Are they experiencing mental health issues? I was waiting for you to cut it off. Uh, uh, like, who what is the going on fuck here? are these idiots? Why is anybody <laughs> listening to these people? I don't, like, where did they come from? Why are they running some world organization of mental health? Who Are they psychiatrists? Psychologists? Yeah, yeah, do they know anything right, about right. the brain? Or, like, sociologists? Anything? Do they know anything about human behavior? Or are they just too... Petulant, rich assholes who just get to do whatever they want, like write stupid books that no one's going to read or make stupid Netflix documentaries that no one's going to watch. Like, that's who these assholes are. But, of course, they get this premiere spot on the Today Show and Carson Daly gets to launder his money through their, like, phony, you know, Ponzi scheme, mental health organization. This is a bunch of crap. I'm glad you, what is this? Glad you caught on. <laughs> and then, what, what, what does it have to do with climate crisis? Oh, no, 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 What's the month? Aren't we in Mental Health Awareness Month? No, this is Italian month, baby. I don't remember <laughs> what the other ones were. I think it's Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm all surprised. Yeah? It's gotta be, because, uh, you're right, what that has with, what does it have to do with mental health? Nothing. They're just using that to have a platform and talk. Uh, however... Mental health is being affected, according to the news. Well, of course, Mike, by climate change. 
All right, Dr. Jen is back here, and today you're looking... We're going to get Dr. Jen to tell us all about it, man. Yeah! <laughs> we have a new study about climate change and how it may affect mental health, especially in young people, right? Yeah, so let, let me put this into context for you. We've talked here before about how big changes in the weather can be linked to changes in our psychological state, our mood, our behavior in terms of mental health. Thank this God Hamas can't swim. Jesus Christ, thank God Hamas can't swim. How fast would they take over these pussies in this country? How do you know that Hamas can't swim? What's going on here? No, I was just making a joke. Oh, I thought maybe it was something in the, um, in the, what, not the, <laughs> what's their book? Can't remember now. The Quran? But, well, I mean, right now they're going through Israel. I figure if they could swim, they'd go the other way. Ah, good call. There's probably better stuff going on on the other side of the water. Oh, hell yeah. Isn't Italy you over seen there? seen Spain? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> What's happening over there? Dude, Jesus Christ, though. The weather? Didn't you guys try this with SADS back in the 2000s? So you, you're catching on here to <clears throat> what's going on. We, we have a mental health crisis. And in order to solve that crisis, Harry and Meghan have put together a world, or a world organization. <laughs> and part of that crisis, well, it has to do with climate change, see? Uh, the young people, they can't live in a world with the existential crisis of climate change. No. Come on, man. Yeah. Have you been, no. have you been bred to think that the world's going to just disintegrate in the next 10 years? Right? You oh, probably do have... Terrible. You're probably mentally <laughs> insane. I mean, look at Greta Thunberg. Oh, that's terrible. That chick is nuts. She has no idea what she's talking about. She thinks everything's going to you know, explode in five years. How dare you? Like, she's absolutely insane. No, this can't be real. Oh, it's real. Um, ...done by the American Psychological Association looked at climate change. And That's right, Megan and Harry. Uh, the psychological association that you're probably not a part of. I don't know. <laughs> I still don't understand how they have an organization dedicated on a world scale to mental health. It's unbelievable. Mental health in young people, but it's <laughs> all those game shows I never saw your doctorate. Was it in the briefcase? <laughs> That's right. That's why you never got to see her open it, man. She's <laughs> hiding that from us. It started with climate change and weather events, extreme weather events that the pregnant woman was exposed to. Oh, wow. Stressing the fetus and then followed people and then looked. Oh, we're so sensitive. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, my God. We're so soft. I can't handle this anymore. We like, can't heather, handle weather? Mike, no, the fetus can't handle the stress <laughs> of the mother who's experiencing the bad hurricane across the country. Oh, oh man, that's just bad genes. <laughs> you guys aren't meant to reproduce. Uh, we could continue on. I mean, it's the yeah, same. Yeah, I'm loving this, this man. This is a great story. Subsequent climate change, extreme weather events that put stress on humans and said, is there a connection here? Is certain people more at risk for those subsequent events? And they yeah, they're called Democrats. Was... <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is this... another disease that only well, affects yes. Democrats. Long yeah. COVID, <laughs> this thing, celiacs. <laughs> I mean, how many diseases do you guys have that's political? What's it's going on here? unreal. You're psycho, bro. I literally thought right there, just like COVID. This is something yeah, this that is, just affects just, Democrats, man. No, no, everybody caught, long, everybody caught COVID. Only Democrats got long COVID. <laughs> long COVID, <laughs> yeah. I can't even get out of bed for six months. Yeah, you're lazy. You got lazy. <laughs> 
I've been there. I've been on a couple binges that went too long. I got lazy. Hard to get out of. <laughs> long COVID, man. That's the same same situation. Yeah, so uh, climate change and the stressors of knowing of the existence of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> it's affecting a certain group of the population. We can all agree. It's always changing. I don't get It's always changing. It's always, I don't, that's insane. It's also like here in Colorado, we had a really shitty beginning, lots of chemtrails, nonstop chemtrails, but also shitty weather. Then it kind of warmed up like it always does in the summertime, but it was late than, you know, later than usual. But then you know what? I mean, we rocked into the 80s all like a third of the way through October. Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah, it was different, I, I know, but man. you know. It was also a really snowy winter. We might have a snowy one again. Maybe not. It all depends on the chemtrails, in my opinion, and how much geoengineering and weather modification they do. But ultimately, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to think that the weather, I mean, honestly, I think I have more depression and rage from the chemtrailing and the man-made weather modification going on. (laughs) Like, that's more effective to my psyche. I've lost my freaking mind over it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how badly, I mean, how good is your life that you need to go so far outside to search for a reason to be depressed? Right? Yes, this really, for me, rings home the idea that a lot of people just need some hobbies. Yeah, I guess something to do. Life is, life <laughs> is too good, too comfortable. Too I mean, comfortable, any man. real scientist will tell you, this is the longest period of the most stable climate that <laughs> our planet's probably uh, probably ever seen. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's why you have mammals. I mean, we're hard at we're a hard you know. It's hard to keep mammals alive. Yeah, and we can pretty much you know grow crops on a pretty standardized season, and uh, <laughs> you know. No volcanoes in how many years? You know what I mean? No asteroids or comets that actually wiped out. I mean, this is a very stable time. Pretty lucky, absolutely. And on the grand scheme of things, uh, it doesn't seem like it's even all that much warmer than it has been. In fact... it really doesn't. We're probably most likely heading into another ice age. Oh, don't say that. Which is why it's like a mini one. They... They say we had like a mini one during uh like the Civil War time. So <laughs> poor Obamas, they're gonna be a hundred yards from the beach now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, dude, it makes sense why Oprah and the Obamas and everybody in the Pelosi's, you know, these people who screamed the heavens over climate change and the rising seas, like they all have beach front properties in the nicest places around the world man bill gates is the same way bill gates has like probably a dozen beachfront properties on a million different islands had a dozen now he has six melinda has the other six. oh good call (laughs) but he unleashed his malaria mosquitoes on those right oh man that's right 4d chess the guy's a billionaire you didn't get there but you know by accident man come on <laughs> it's genius. Yeah, He's man. Got the booster and the mosquitoes. Uh, exactly. And then he spikes the water well on all the islands with some mRNA vaccines, right? So it shortens her lifespan by a couple decades. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Get that land. Let's talk mental health, baby. As a link. Um, wow. And so we have to remember that, that these extreme weather events that we're seeing all over the world with climate change has an impact not just on the people who are on the planet today, but the people who may be on the planet in the future. Um, and they suggest some targets for intervention, which I think was very interesting on a community level, at the school level, from medical professionals, even parents. So if you know that this is potentially an issue, can you do things to kind of blunt that, that effect subsequently on young people down the Kind of like change the climate, no. <laughs> Not the hear themselves. The kids a pussy. It's just such a not self-aware story, in my opinion. It's why I love it so much. You morons have been screaming into the faces of children now for generations that they're all gonna die from the climate destroying them, and now you're taking a look around. You're like, you know, these kids—they got some mental problems. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all afraid the world's gonna end. They're all, uh, everybody's dyeing their hair funky colors and tattooing their faces and banging each other. Uh, we don't know what's going on. But not having kids because they're aborting all the kids because you can't raise a kid in a world that's gonna end. It's gonna end, man. Yes. Important. The world's gonna end. And you would think that it makes logical sense also just because stress in general has such an impact on our, you know, that's biology. Right, on our mental state. But, yeah. but then when you're seeing school disruptions and community level disruptions like we saw even in Maui. I, I love um, that. Like, it, name it, one animal on planet that lives stress free. Uh, every other animal lives 24 7 stressed to the gills. You know what I mean? They're constantly worried about this animal eating them, or are they going to be able to find an animal that they can eat? It's yes. just constant, you know? Yes. Yeah, and uh, you're right on the money. Stress is actually good. It keeps you Very. aware, uh, alert on your toes. Also, folks, if you guys are so stressed out about the climate being gone, why are y'all sitting on your asses in front of your TV screens, playing video games and staring at your computer and complaining on your cell phones through Twitter and TikTok? Go outside. Enjoy it while it's here. Have a good time. <laughs> good call. Look at the sky. Yeah. Soak up some sun, man. You got it now, right? Why are you squandering this opportunity? Yeah, good call. Enjoy it. Your children won't, right? And what's crazy is maybe if people put the phone away, went outside a little bit more, soaked up a little vitamin D... Maybe, just maybe, they'd start to think a little bit, uh, you know, process some words like we were talking about earlier, and, uh, you know, put together some ideas that, you know, well, it's kind of nice out. Hey, you know, it kind of feels like it did 20 years ago. Actually, you know <laughs> what? I don't think, I'm, you know, much has changed in 20 years. You know, I, I kind of think, where's that acid rain, actually? You know, those guys, I think, were lying to me. It just takes a little critical thought, people. Unbelievable. I think it takes time, too. you got to hit a certain age and be able to look back. Yeah, Some people never can really remember. I don't know. I think, too, it's like we worked outside. Yes, you I'm, try, you, I you love being outside. You try to tell me this summer's hot. Dude, I went through some hot summer. Yeah, man. You know? Night, late 90s Chicago summers, uh, that was uh, brutal. Uh, you know, I, that's the only way to phrase it. I mean... I think it was like 2014, too, wasn't it? Like, there were hot ones, and then... Yeah, there's cold was... ones in between. It's hot and cold, you know? This was yeah, a cool man. one. That's right, dude. Yeah, it just uh, happens to be. And if you watch the skies, people, please do. You'll see what I'm talking about with those chemtrails, man. They're hitting everybody. Not so much lately. I think we have to direct all our 
air traffic and you know all all the technology that we use uh it's probably all going to the middle east at this point uh i can only imagine so yeah uh, dude i gotta know because we brought it up now in two episodes in a row all right we brought up uh israel that's right did, did we forget about ukraine we did forget about ukraine <laughs> uh, in fact folks everybody forgot about ukraine that's the problem with this, you know, we're goldfish, and the news cycle moves so fast, and this Israel war seems a lot more real than the Ukraine war. So, of course, thank God the writer strike is over, which we all forgot about as well, uh, yeah. because... The actor strike's still going on. Still going, which we continue to forget about. In fact, I've, I'll forget more of the... No, no, I think I hate the writers more than the actors. Actually, no, I don't know. I think absolutely. it's... Yeah, it might be, yeah. It's because they made those lesbians appear in the Doctor Strange movie. But uh, either way. <laughs> and they wrote that vaccine song. That's right. Yes, good call. A good call. So the Jimmies are back, and they're back for a reason. They got to remind everybody about the narratives that we've all forgotten about. And so one of the Jimmies, it doesn't matter which one, had uh, Sean Penn, our favorite representative of the Ukraine war, on his late night Jimmy show to discuss and remind everybody that there's still sort of something that looks like a war going on over there. And uh, he dropped some interesting info that I felt like you and I would love particularly because... Well, we've been obsessed with Sean Penn being obsessed with the Ukraine. So, like, why was he there? Why was Sean you know Penn the, there? Come on, you know, the biggest problem is Sean Penn doesn't look Palestinian or Israeli. <laughs> who's he, he going to play in that, in that you know, I battle? Th- he's been studying to be Putin. I think, or no, Pierre Jogan. Pierre Jogan? We already forgot about the fake dude who never existed, the actor, sure. remember? Nobody remembers that guy. No, I think Sean Penn's going to play uh, Zelensky. Yeah, I know he is. And Ben Stiller will play uh, Pierogi. What was the guy? The dude who staged the uh, <laughs> staged the uprising in the uh, Russian Pierogi. military? Yeah, Pierogi. That guy was... He, he was delicious. So uh, I still don't think he was... He, he was not real. He was an actor. But uh, okay, so we got to remember Ukraine, folks. And Sean Penn is here on one of the Jimmies to remind us about it. We had met with the president the day before. It was the first time that I'd met him face-to-face. We'd met on Zoom before, but... And we met as we had decided without cameras the very first time, because if he was going to participate in the documentary, I wanted him to be, um, you know, unguarded in a way that might not be with a typical news team or something like that. And um, so we had a very good meeting, and and he committed to start uh, shooting the documentary the next day. We went back to the hotel. How early was this into the war? Okay, he's going to get there. It's... I'm Wait a tell- minute, so the whole thing's literally been a show. Sean Penn is CIA, and this whole thing is a show. I mean, Zelensky is literally an actor. That's his literal title. And then they installed him as a puppet leader of Ukraine so they could stage this whole theater. I'm just glad the union let him work during the strike. It was, well, I think it was the lone <laughs> exception. Actually, you know, we didn't see a lot of Zelensky. You know, oh, oh maybe he is on strike. He's technically a writer. So they brought him back uh, when the straight. Uh, you know, it always starts with one. That's what gave the others the balls, like Bill Ma- Bill Maher. Yes, exactly. Well, Zelensky's a comedian actor, so I think as comedian, he's probably part of the Writers Guild first. 
actor mm. second. So mm. he, he was able to come back and make appearances as the writer. It's always a technicality. <laughs> I know, My eyes closed. The rockets started coming into Kiev. And then, you know, the, that and the sirens sort of escorted us into the morning. And then we got a surprising call from the president's office that this, that he was going to continue and, and, and go ahead and have the first session of shooting. It is an incredible series of events that play out because you did not go over there knowing that, that Russia was about to attack Ukraine. You went right. to, and correct me if I have any of this wrong, to make a documentary about Zelensky. Yeah, he was there before the war, allegedly, to make a documentary about Zelensky. About the corruption? I mean, no, what were you... No, 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 he's about to explain, dude. It doesn't make any sense. What? Well, even, and, and it was before <laughs> any news of a Russian buildup. You right. know, we, we know that, right, that Ukraine had been at war. Before the buildup? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> thing ever dude like i totally would have accepted you going because of the war you could have just left the lie right there what are you talking about yeah, you're answering a question nobody even asked and it's <laughs> indicting the hell out of you in this whole operation let's go out here Sean Penn, you have outed yourself as an agent, sir. It was before any news of a Russian buildup. You right. know, we, we know that, right, that Ukraine had been at war defensively. At, I mean, they were talking the, like the six months out That's what I'm the saying, buildup. man. Like, they were, Whoa. they were building us up for the buildup. They were like, it's going to so, happen. I hope you're ready. I don't even, Sean, I don't even know when to start your timeline here. Are we talking? You're going all the way back to COVID. <laughs> this is like 20. I think 2021. it was during COVID and he saw the viral video of Zelensky in those high heels doing that dancing routine with his uh, <laughs> comedy troupe that was going viral. And he thought, I have to make a movie about this guy. Uh, that or he saw him play the uh, piano with his penis. Yes, which again, that's a talent not many people have. I mean, I find that to be very impressive. 577, baby. That's right. Defensively at, at war in the, in the East. Since 2014, but by and large, a, 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 demo, a growing democracy in, in peace, most of the country. So when we went, we were going to do a kind of lighthearted look at a comic actor. Who'd yeah, he's become, a comedian. He started out as a comedian and yeah. became and, president of this country. Yeah, yeah, lighthearted. Yeah, right, guys, come on, haha. -ha. Right, like he's just a comedian. And an actor, and then, you know, he just kind of, like, ha-ha, he just became, like, a president of this country. It's just a country that has Nazis. You know, just lots of Nazis. There are a lot of Nazis there, and, you know, they just it happen to be the most employs, corrupt country in the world. for some reason, uh, employs most of our politicians' kids. Yeah, they're employing young Pelosi, young Hunter Biden, young Schumer, uh, McConnell's kid. Everybody's got a job there at Burisma in Ukraine. You know, we're making a lighthearted movie about a very nice little democracy with this <laughs> hilarious little comedian actor. Uh, he just happened to become president, man. That's lighthearted. <laughs> it was a growing democracy, Frank. A growing democracy. A growing democracy. Yeah, isn't that good stuff? 
That's why we forgot about Ukraine, because it's Nazis. Dude, this is no different than the documentary crew being with Nancy Pelosi. Yes, thank you, man. This is why I loved this. So Sean Penn was there before the war started because he wanted to make a lighthearted romp about uh, an actor becoming a president of a really nice up-and-coming democracy. (laughs) And it just happened to turn into this filming and documenting of this war that's going on, allegedly. Yeah, I'm not buying any of no, this. No, zero, Come on. man. Dude, you guys put on a this this was wag the dog. Yeah, 100%. This war is fake. I'm not, this is fake. This was so you guys I don't know where you guys are sending our money. But man, this is bullshit. This is fake. Do you know this how <laughs> Sean Penn was there? Before it started with a film crew, bro, come on. I got a bridge Before to sell you. Film. I got a bridge. <laughs> I got a bridge, man. Oh, wait, what's that? Oh, we blew it out like the Nord Stream pipeline? Oh, all right, damn it. No bridge. No bridge to sell. <laughs> no, no, it's still for sense. Fix her upper. <laughs> That's right, dude. Where's this is the, insane. Yes, where's the money going? What a scam, folks. We've been bamboozled. Why doesn't anyone see it? It's, it's just so obvious, oh. man. It's incredible. What I tell you about those neon bands, the yes. high-visibility bands. Come on. Yes, dude. There was just no real imagery of this war. Everything looked faked, staged, CGI'd. Every visit was filmed in Poland or maybe Ukraine. Who knows what's going on in Ukraine? We've said this from day one. The reality is nobody actually knows what is going on there. That's how much disinformation is around the world and in every major media source. Nobody actually knows what's happening in that country. Yeah, literally every two weeks, some bullshit video comes out. It's the only video you see, small cut. You know, this thing in Israel, every day, it's hours of footage. It's crazy, and... <laughs> The Israel thing, it's all over the news, and I like linking it with Ukraine a lot because, again, I cannot get over how fake Ukraine feels and sounds and looks compared to what we just saw go on over the last few days. And maybe this is equally fake. Maybe the system, the powers that be, you know, the Illuminati, right? Maybe they're like, oh, you know what? We, we honed it in. Um, you know, or we, we kind of, uh, not honed it in, uh, you know, we kind of slept on this last one. Let's make the next war really real. Let's bust out the really good CGI, the really good deep fake tech. Let's sell this one and make people really believe it, right? It's possible. I don't, I don't think so, because every time they try to sell you, like, there's no ghost of Kiev in Israel. I know. Uh, you know, there's, <laughs> there's only, like... You know, people will claim that they were beheading babies, and then you know some people are like, they didn't behead babies, and then photos come out of beheaded babies. Yeah, and then <laughs> Ben Shapiro tweets out an image of a burnt baby carcass, right? Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> insane. Uh, you guys are, I mean, yeah, uh, it's well, uh, Hamas is a crazy situation, no doubt, and the Ukraine situation, uh, we discussed it. I mean, it's insane. Think about everybody that they said died during this whole Hamas thing. It's it's like two thousand, right, on both sides. That's right. And think about all the pictures we're seeing of dead bodies. Yeah, man. They're claiming like a hundred thousand Russians and like sixty thousand Ukrainians have died. I, well, no, yes. No pictures. 
No, uh, you know, we don't have any pictures, but we do have that leaked document, remember, from the whistleblower, the the soldier, he... He, oh, yeah. he sent those pictures, and it showed the the true numbers of the casualties. But unfortunately, uh, the Russian numbers were skewed because Russian hackers only changed those numbers. If yeah, I remember that was the, the story only thing correctly, they changed the right? whole document. Yeah. Uh, I the funding. That's so insane. Funding of Iran. Of I'm sorry. Of uh, whoa, a little Freudian slip there. The funding of uh, <laughs> Hamas and, and versus the funding of Ukraine very different scenarios and countries paralleled in as far as fighting these superpowers. Uh, I scored some info on where Hamas is getting all their money. Hamas's attack against Israeli civilians may have been funded through cryptocurrency. Hamas received around $41 million in crypto over the past few years, according to Israeli analytics firm BitOK, another terrorist group, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. I wonder if the place was called FTX. Was it uh, maybe run by a fella named Sam Bankman Freed? Maybe, maybe. Joined Hamas on Saturday's attack. It received $93 million in crypto. The U.S. has officially designated both groups as terrorist organizations, making it hard for them to get money. They're largely cut off from the banking system, and anyone who does business with them can be sanctioned. But through crypto, they can still fund their operations. Hamas first reportedly started fundraising with crypto back in 2019. It solicited crypto donations through the Telegram app before shifting the fundraising to the Hamas website. It's easier to, to send money. Uh, via crypto than going through a bank. Uh, but on another end, um, once a wallet is identified as being tied to a ter- terrorist organization like Hamas, it's easier to then freeze um, that money and, and to track every single transaction. Crypto expert James Katulis says this is happening right now. Israeli police said they found and froze some crypto accounts on Tuesday. Israel has been seizing Hamas's many crypto wallets over the past few years, collecting tens of millions of dollars. It's not known whether cryptocurrency was directly used to fund Saturday's attack. The U.S. says Iran gives Hamas most of its funding, around $100 million a year. All right, Iran, they're going to link it to yeah, Iran. And for sure. I love yeah. the introduction of the cryptocurrency. They're dying to restrict or do something with the digital cryptocurrency stuff, man. They have to because it's back on the rise. It's, it's just every time... Stuff kind of goes a little haywire on a worldwide scale. The crypto comes into play, and it's always some element of, well, the bad guys use the crypto. <clears throat> well, I think that's why they want to get rid of it, because it's kind of like people can hedge their bets against all countries, right? Especially the failing U.S. dollar. And I, I just seem, to me, it seems a little uh, fascinating that, you know, we got to actively squash all these other currencies that are going on. As everything unfolds, you know, I mean, we just had 17 coup d'etats in Africa. Just <laughs> happened to coincide with them trying to start their own gold-backed currency, right? And it was oh, a crypto. It was a cryptocurrency, by the way. Yeah, but that's how we maintain our dominance. I mean, what's this fighting force for? Right? Well, I'm wondering, what say you bullshit on the Bitcoin Hamas or... <laughs> What's going on here? They did kind of butter it up at the end, saying, like, we don't really know that the Saturday attack was funded by the Bitcoin, but... uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure all terrorist organizations are in on it. 
On just the... like the cartels and the drug, you know, they all use it. They're using well, the, cr- the crypto, man. Yeah, well, it's just uh, mm-hmm. it's the hip thing for the kids to do. I'm telling you. <laughs> right? I don't know. I thought, well, I guess, yeah. All right, well, uh, I don't know. whenever I picture Muslim terrorists, I just don't picture them on computers trading crypto. But I guess, yeah, uh, I know. They, it's just, it just seems more of a Ukrainian thing, you know, where they funnel it through FTX uh, in the Bahamas, and then it goes back into the DNC, you know, uh, for the election. Yeah, no. Nah, well, Iran's definitely teaming up with Hamas, so maybe they're teaching them how to do it. <laughs> it's possible. We're going to go <laughs> to war with Iran. I saw a clip out there. It was uh, Wesley Clark back in the early aughts when he was explaining that he had come across all these plans where we were going to take out the five or seven countries. Remember, Syria, Iraq, and uh, Libya, and it ended on Iran. And here we go, right? We got the reason now. This is, this is the moment, man. We're, we probably need another attack, which is why they're planning this day of jihad, right? So we've got to have the day of jihad, get some sort of 9-11 action in the Americas so we can uh, get everybody all riled up and ready for a, a big war. I don't know. You think we team up if there's another attack? Pretty divided these days. Oh, man. It's what we need, right? We've talked about it before many a time, actually. Like, the sentiment, the feeling, you know, just even just walking around and, you know, conversing and interacting with people after 9-11, man, there was a camaraderie. There was a, this beautiful, you know, kind of nice, peaceful moment where we hated the Muslims. And we could just hate the Muslims. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, but that's what I mean, dude. Now we gotta love the Muslims, right? Isn't that why we're supporting terrorists? Pretty, pretty weird change, actually. So, so who? I mean, would we really come together? You'd have to argue with people. The reason I'm laughing um, at this, honestly, is because we hated the Muslims as a country so much that France said something or did something non-supportive of our anti-Muslim, uh, you know thing that they uh I, I can't remember what they said or did i think they pulled out or, or they just didn't want to invade iraq they didn't want to be, so so that's so we as a country decided it's freedom fries you bastards no more french <laughs> no more french i just it's like, now a freedom kiss we do freedom fries <laughs> that's how pissed off we were at the muslims man it's crazy but it was unified baby freedom fries <laughs> You know, unfortunately, this is the melting pot of the world, though, America. We are uh, supposed to be this place where we all uh, not only believe in different things and coexist, but we're also supposed to be able to express different beliefs, unless you're MAGA. If you're MAGA, we're going to lock you in a prison for 22 years, baby! You go to jail! Yeah. Well, MAGA's worse than... uh... It is weird how you you can really just take a look around right now. You're you're able to more openly support Hamas on the streets of major cities than you could MAGA or Donald Trump. Oh, 100%. Do people are openly parading around with the Palestinian flag? There's probably more MAGA supporters on the terrorist watch list than there are Palestinian supporters. There's no Palestinians, no room. Oh, that's right. It's the New York City of lists, right? <laughs> they just got no, no room. There's no vacancy, man. They, they can't fit anymore. It's filled up yeah, with the MAGA. 
We got so many white supremacists in this country. <laughs> you know? It's amazing the hate for the right compared to the acceptance of whatever's going on there in uh, Palestine and everything else. Uh, uh, I have a quick one. I think I could toss it in uh, quickly. Maybe not. Uh, we might be out of time, actually, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, I was going to play a clip. We got the lady in uh, Colorado, our Secretary of State. Her name escapes me currently, but she uh, went on the major news stations over the weekend and uh, expressed her desire to take Trump off the ballot coming in 2024. And this is a major issue here in Colorado. Uh, The politicians, man, gunning to get this man off the ballot. I scoffed at this and laughed and thought it was a just totally dismissible concept because how could you... Well, this is America. Unless you're not born here, you're supposed to be able to get on that ballot if you have the means to do so. That was basically yeah, what we were like raised on. There's only like four restrictions, and it's written out in the Constitution. Yeah, it's this old document. I don't know if anyone's heard about it out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. The Constitution. And I, and I love it. It's because he's against democracy. That's why you're going against democracy to take him off the ballot? Oh, this broad goes on this spiel talking about how it's a danger to democracy to have his name on there. How can you be so dense to not see what you're saying? You, you, yeah, like, you are a danger to, to democracy. People with this mentality yeah. where I'm going to take someone off the ballot because I disagree with their politics, you are the literal definition of a danger to democracy. That, that's, the, that's fascism. There's a little, yeah, there's a little big F going on in there. Maybe little F. I'll go big F, though. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you guys all talk shit about Putin. I mean, this is now becoming his election, which is going to be Joe Biden on the ticket. <laughs> I, I guarantee it, dude. You guys are trying to get Trump off. You won't let uh, RFK go anywhere near a ballot. We used so to make would... fun of places like Iraq where Saddam Hussein would win his election by like a 99% vote. And then he would make these other people in the room stand up and he'd escort them and have them executed for not voting for him. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're, yeah. We're five That's... seconds from there. I mean, we're basically there, right? Like, look at all the JN6 prisoners, man. How's Enrique Tario doing? I know. Sitting away, uh, man. Locked away for 22 years, dude, because Wasn't he voted for... There. I guarantee you we're five seconds from them rounding up the people who voted for Trump. It, it has to come to that at some point. Oh, it's part of a RICO case. We're all we're all part of the scam, right? All part of the scam, dude. Yes, <laughs> we man. all voted for it. We're, we're all, all complicit <laughs> in the crime. Frank, nobody's above the law. <laughs> we're all in the gang. We're part of the mafia, man. And it kind of sucks because we're all the, just the jabronis. We're the mooks in this whole situation. I hope you realize that we had no fun. We had no skin in the game, and we're all the losers. <laughs>